Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands unto the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. At the center of it all, it's you that I see. It's you that I see. At the center of it all. Every hand lifted up unto the Lord, sing it one more time. At the center of it all, it's you that I see. Tell the Lord, it's you that I see. Sing it again, sing it again, sing it like you believe it. At the center of it all, at the center of it all, it's you that I see. Join me to sing. There is power in your name. There is power in your name. Miracles happen in your name. Miracles happen in your name. And as we lift our voice in praise, as we lift our voice in praise, it's you that I see. Oh, yeah, 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 there is power. 
Focus be on you and you alone. May we understand that all that we are, all that we have, all that we seek to achieve and accomplish in this life must have you at the center of it all. Be the center of this church. Be the center of this service. Be our focus this morning. And Holy Spirit, we ask that as your word comes, may we drop, may we be drawn closer unto you. And may we give you highest place in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, have we prayed with thanksgiving? And let the people of God say, Amen. Amen. Say amen again. Amen. Give Jesus a mighty hand clap, my friends. And you may be seated. Tell your neighbor something good is coming your way this morning. And you will be mightily blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen and amen. We bless the Lord. Amen. Now, next week, Sunday, we are having... A one day convention it's also a communion service and it's also an anointing service wow. and we will have ministering to us a very good friend of this ministry his name is prophet Samuel Sowate he's wow. been here before not to minister but to be a part of our service hallelujah Amen. so keep that in mind and it will be our regular service, but it's likely it may extend a little bit. So I'm telling you in advance. If I ask you to go and come back in the evening, it may be a problem or a problem. But I don't want any problem, and I certainly don't want a problem. Sure. And so it's going to be a morning convention, and that one also works. Wow. Does it work? Bye. All right. So do not come alone. Invite somebody. It's going to be an awesome time in the presence of the Lord. Amen. 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 Did I tell you that after church, I'm taking you somewhere? Amen. How many would like to go somewhere? Amen. All right. So I'm taking you somewhere. Tell your neighbor, come with me to somewhere. Then ask your neighbor, where are we going? Tell your neighbor, you will soon know. Give Jesus a mighty hand. This morning, I want to share with you a message. title of it is Psalm 67, God be gracious and bless us. Psalm 67. God be gracious and bless us. So it's Psalm 67 followed by a colon 
then God be gracious and bless us. Turn your Bibles with me, of course, to Psalms 67. We're reading from verse 1 to 7. And I'm reading from the New American Standard Bible. There are different versions of the Bible. And I like to go where I get the kind of translation that relates well with what I'm sharing with you. Amen. Amen. It says, God be gracious to us and bless us. And cause his face to shine upon us. Seller. That your way may be known on the earth. Your salvation among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you will judge the peoples with uprightness. And guide the nations on the earth, seller. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its produce. God, our God, blesses us. Verse 7. God blesses us that all the ends of the earth may fear him. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Have we already prayed? Yes, we have. All right. Now, the author of Psalm 67 must have drawn inspiration from another part of the Bible. And I believe the inspiration he had came from Numbers chapter 6. Verse 22 to 27. So why don't we read that as well, shall we? It says, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and to his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the sons of Israel. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you. And be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you. And give you peace. So they shall invoke my name on the sons of Israel. And I then will bless them. 
these words must be familiar to you. Because every Sunday after service, it is part of the blessings, the benediction that are pronounced over you. So these are the words in the song that is always played before I bless you and dismiss you from the service. The blessings listed here can be described as the ironic blessings. Ironic blessings. And these are blessings that God specifically instructed that Aaron and his sons who inherit him should pronounce over the people of Israel. The ironic blessings are sixfold. Sixfold. The first one, the Lord bless you. Lift up your hand and say, Oh God bless me. Now, when the Lord blesses you, He bestows good of every kind upon you. When God blesses you, He releases benefits into your life. Before this year will end, may God bless you with a lot of good things. Before this year will end, may God deposit a lot of powerful blessings into your life. Can your amen be louder than your friend? So that your blessings will be more profound. Amen. Hallelujah. The second aspect of the ironic blessings, the Lord keep you. Lift up your hand and say, Oh God, keep me. When the Lord keeps you, it means he protects you from evil and preserves your life. May God deliver you from every evil that is coming in your direction. Amen. Every bad thing that the enemy is planning against your life, may you escape it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every trap that he has set for your feet, may you escape it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Anywhere where discussions are being held and your name has come up and somebody is plotting evil against you, may they be disappointed utterly. Amen. Everywhere somebody has taken your picture, your name, or anything connected to you, intending to cause you harm, intending to stop your blessings, intending to prevent you from marrying, intending to prevent you from having a child, intending to prevent you from prospering, intending to prevent you from having a job, I declare that that plan against your life will not happen in Jesus name. Amen. May the Lord keep you. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. The third part of the ironic blessings, the Lord make his face to shine upon you. Lift up your hand and say, "Oh God." 
Shine your face on me. Say it again. Shine your face on me. When God shines his face upon you, it means that he smiles at you and beams with pleasure at you. How many want God to squeeze his face at you? Do you want to experience the squeeze face of God or the smiling face of God? The smiling face. May God smile on you. Amen. May God look with pleasure upon you. Amen. May you be pleasing unto the Lord. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The next one, the Lord be gracious to you. When the Lord is gracious to you, it means that he shows you a lot of consideration and favors you. So, he shows you consideration and he favors you lift up your hand and say oh God favor me say oh God consider me hallelujah amen you may appreciate this example where you have written an important exam. And the examiner is marking your paper. When he finishes marking your paper and puts the marks together, you had 48. And the pass mark is 50. When you find consideration and favor in the eyes of the examiner, he would just add two to your 48 so that you get out 50. And once you get the 50, are you okay? May God consider you Amen. in this life. Amen. I receive it. May God favor you I in this life. I receive it. May God cause you to be favored in all kinds of I places. I receive it. May you find favor from unexpected quarters. I receive it. May you receive favor from people who don't know you I from receive. anywhere. Receive it in I the name of Jesus. I receive it. May the favor you find from God translate into favor before I men. receive it. Shout, I receive favor I three receive times. I receive favor. Two. I receive favor. Three. I receive favor. Clap unto the Lord and Bones shout favor. Favor. Number five of the ironic blessings. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you. That means that God looks you full in the face as a sign of approval. So when, when, when he lifts up his countenance upon you, he looks upon you with approval. Hallelujah. And he endorses you. He places a seal of endorsement upon you. I declare to somebody Jesus. today. May God approve of you. I receive it. Amen. May God approve of your business. Amen. May God approve of everything Amen. concerning you. 
and may his seal of endorsement be upon you. Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen. May God endorse your marriage. Amen. May God endorse your business. Amen. May God endorse your finances. Amen. May God endorse everything your hand finds to do. Receive the endorsement of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And the last part of the ironic blessing. It says the Lord give you peace. I declare to you today. Jesus. May God fill your heart and your life with his peace that passes all understanding. Amen. I receive In the name of Jesus. Amen. Even in the midst of your storms. Jesus. May you find peace. Amen. I receive it. Even when there is agitation all around you. Jesus. May you find peace. Amen. I receive it. Even when all kinds of challenges are staring you in the face. Jesus. May you always find Amen. peace. Amen. I receive Even when there is no reason for your heart to be at rest. Jesus. May you find peace. Amen. I may receive. God grant you peace in the midst of your storms. Amen. I receive When the oceans rise. Jesus. When the storms rage, when the floods come, when the winds blow vehemently against you, may God cause your heart to be at rest. May you be able to lift up your voice and sing, It is well, it is well with my soul, with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. Sing it one more time like you believe it. It is well, say with my soul. Oh, it is well. your hands and give him praise awesome. hallelujah Amen. so these are the ironic blessings may you be a beneficiary of all of them Amen. in the name of Jesus, Jesus. Amen. hallelujah Amen. but I want us to go back to Psalm 67 and I would like us to dwell on verse because that is where we derive the title of today's sermon. What does it say there? I want us to read it together. Ready? Go. God be gracious to us and bless us. God be gracious to us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us. Sela. Sela means pause and calmly think of it. That's what it means. It means that don't rush through it. So anytime you read a verse in the Bible and it is followed by the expression seller. It means do not be in a hurry to move on to the next verse. You need to pause. Think deeper. Meditate on that verse. 
because there is a revelation is in there for you. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Bible is asking us to reflect on this statement, God be gracious to us and bless us. I like how the message Bible puts it. It says God mark us with grace and blessing. Smile. Smile. He says mark us. Let your mark of grace and blessing be upon us. May that mark be upon your life. Amen. May that mark be upon everything you do. Amen. May that mark be upon your business. Amen. May that mark be upon your finances. Amen. May that mark be upon your intentions. Amen. May that mark be upon your schooling. Amen. May that mark be upon your education. Amen. May that mark be upon your marriage. Amen. May that mark be upon your children. Amen. May that mark be upon your health. Amen. Everywhere you go, may that mark be clearly visible upon you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God be gracious to us and bless us. And the Bible says, pause and think deeply about it. If you do, so yes, sir. There are four powerful revelations you will get from just that verse. And it is connected to all the other verses in Psalm 67. So, what are these four powerful revelations you get from this statement? God be gracious and bless us. What are these four powerful revelations you can get from Psalms 67? The first one. God is the source of our blessings. That's the first powerful revelation you get from from, from this sound. God is the source of our blessings. What is the first word in the verse? What's the first word there? God. 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 That is the first word there. And when you look at the subsequent verses, you see that God is the subject of all the other verbs in these verses. So, you see, God be gracious to us. God bless us. God cause your face to shine upon us. So, you must understand, ladies and gentlemen, that God is the source of our blessings. God is the source of our blessings. If there is anything in your life that you identify as a blessing, let it be clearly known unto you that God is the source of it. If it's a good thing, if it is a blessing, then you must be aware 
that God is the source of it. So whatever you identify in your life as a blessing, don't be confused about where it came from. It came from God. Look at James chapter 1 verse 17. James 1.17 New Living Translation Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father. Any gift you have in your life if it is good if it is perfect it came from where? It came from God. Who created all the lights in the heavens? He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. Now, that last part, what it means is that you know that sometimes your shadow shifts. There are times when your shadow is in front of you. Then the next time you are looking for it in front of you, it is behind you. Then other times it is beside you. So your shadow is fleeting. But God is not like that. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So every good and perfect gift comes from God. He is the source of it. First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 7. From the King James Version of the Bible. First Corinthians 4 7. For who make thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? Now, if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory? As if thou hadst not received it. That is King James for you. King James, no, no. And I always like to quote this verse in the King James Version. Because I like the sound of it. God is asking you a very important question. Who has caused you to be different from somebody else? Why is it that your life is different from another person? In the sense that you have certain things that somebody else does not have. So it's asking a question. Who has made that happen? Who is the source of that? And the answer is who? It is God. He's the source of it. Anything good in your life that sets you apart from somebody else. Like you have a job that you gained admission, that you married, you have a child, you're able to travel. It must be clear to you that God is the one who has made you to differ from another, He's the source of it the source of every blessing the source of every good thing in your life and so we are advised not to glory in anything as though it is by our own strength our own might our own abilities that we acquire those things 
Don't begin to feel cute about yourself. You say you are beautiful. They say the beautiful ones are not yet born. Do you understand? As you are feeling cute, you, you, you think that you, 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 you are married because you are beautiful. I promise you that if you go for Miss Malaika, you will not win. Because there are more beautiful faces. You said that the guy married you because of your hips. <laughs> Did you say something about hips? Or because of your front? Or because of your back? It doesn't have any... <laughs> It doesn't have anything to do with that. <laughs> Learn to recognize and acknowledge that God is the source of everything that you have. If it is a good thing, if it is a blessing, and always remind yourself that I received it and God is the one who gave it to me. Hallelujah. First, First Chronicles 29 verse 10 to 13. First Chronicles 29, 10-13 from the New Living Translation of the Bible. Then David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly. O Lord, the God of our ancestor Israel, may you be praised forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty. Everything in the heavens and on earth is yours, O Lord. Everything belongs to who? Everything belongs to who again? Mm. And this is your kingdom. We adore you as the one who is over all things. Wealth and honor come from you alone. For you rule over everything. Power and might are in your hands. And at your discretion. People are made great. And given strength. Oh our God. We thank you and praise your glorious name. Simply put, every blessing, every good thing comes from God. Power comes from him. Greatness comes from him. Glory, beauty, splendor come from him. Victory comes from him. Majesty comes from him. Wealth honor they come from God and it is by his discretion 
that he gives to this person and to that person God is the source of every blessing that is the first powerful revelation that you can get from Psalm 67 hallelujah Amen. number two the second revelation we should always acknowledge that God blesses us not because we deserve it but because he is gracious should I say it again we should always acknowledge that God blesses us not because we deserve it but because he is gracious notice that the scripture did not say God bless us because we deserve it that God bless us because we deserve it my friend take your time you don't deserve anything I said you don't deserve anything God blesses us not because we deserve it but because he is gracious to be gracious means to be good to someone who doesn't deserve it to be gracious means to treat someone better than they deserve and beloved or as somebody would say precious one God blesses us not because we deserve it but because he is gracious he's just decided to be good to us and kind to us and consider us and favor us if we look at our salvation which is where it all starts from our salvation has not come about because we deserve it he says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We don't deserve to be saved. It's just that God decided to be gracious to us and to save us. So in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 to 9, New Living Translation again, it says, God saved you by what? He saved you by what? I cannot hear you. It's there. Ephesians. 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 Continue reading it. Ready, go. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Continue. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. Hallelujah. Amen. You cannot take credit for your salvation and say that I deserve it. I was born as a saint. Saint James. You know? 
Pastor James, he looks like somebody when he was born, he was already a saint. Ah, Do you see? If you look at him, his stature, his, 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 <laughs> he was not born with spectacles. But ladies and gentlemen, our salvation has happened because God chose to be gracious to us. But do you know our deception? We think that salvation is by grace. And everything else, we earn it. Or we deserve it. So you don't struggle with it when we say salvation is by the grace of God. But somewhere in the mind of the uninformed, you think that everything else you have, it is because you earned it. And it is because you deserve it. So I have a job because I deserve it. I have a husband because I deserve it. I have a child because I deserve it. I am I was promoted at my workplace because I deserve it. Do you know that there are times when others should have been promoted, but they were bypassed and the promotion was given to you? do you know that there are many things in this life that happen to us even though others are more qualified more qualified that's why you you should never open your mouth to say about anything that I deserve it I, I, I deserve it that I deserve it. Because as soon as you talk in that manner, you have lost sight of something very fundamental. That everything belongs to God. And it is he who gives the power to achieve anything or accomplish anything in this life. So every one of us must recognize that it is God who blesses us and it's not because we deserve it but because he is gracious can somebody say an amen to that amen the third revelation blessings can be experienced in different ways but God is still the source of them all Blessings can be experienced in different ways. But God is still the source of them all. You see the word bless in Psalm 67. Go back to Psalm 67 verse 1. From the NASB. It says... God be gracious to us and do what? Bless us. Bless us. Take note of that word, bless. Verse 2. Verse 3. Verse 4. Verse 5. Verse 6. The earth has yielded its produce. God our God 
blesses us. Take note of that word, bless. And then verse 7. God blesses us. Have you seen that word bless in there? Now that word is translated from the Hebrew word barak. 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 B-A-R-A-K. Barak. Now that word barak is used in many other verses of the Bible. And it means blessings. That's what it means. It means blessings. But in the different verses of the Bible where you see that word barak, it shows you the different ways that the blessings of God are manifested in our lives. So in other words, when God blesses you, you can experience it in many different ways, but God is still the source of them all. Let me show you examples of verses in the Bible where the word Barak is used and, 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 and what ensued as a result of that. Genesis 128. This is about Adam and Eve. The Bible says, then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. What did God do to them? He blessed them. And what did he say to them? Be fruitful and multiply. In other words, reproduce, have children. So this blessing, Barak, resulted in Reproduction and having children. So it's a manifestation of the blessings of God. Genesis 24, 34 to 35. Genesis 24, 34 to 35. This is a story of when Abraham sent his servant Eliezer to the house of Laban to find a wife for his son Isaac. There are different possible ways you can find a wife. You can find it for yourself. Or somebody can recommend somebody to you. <laughs> An authority figure can advice you. And sometimes somebody can choose for you. <laughs> but for your information, even if somebody chooses for you and you accept it, <laughs> it is your choice. So don't come and blame anybody. Because the person did not hold a gun to your head. So even if somebody is recommending somebody to you, it will be a Please. It's your decision. To take or not to take. That is the question. If you take it is your choice <laughs> and you can never blame anybody for it I'm advising somebody there's somebody watching me they are trying to force somebody on you if you agree 
you have chosen and it is your choice it is your dear man choice so in Genesis 24 34 to 35 I am Abraham's servant he explained and the Lord has greatly blessed my master so you see that word blessed yeah. is Barak he says, the Lord has greatly blessed my master and he has become a wealthy man. So this manifestation of Barak it leads to wealth and it leads to prosperity. He says, the Lord has given him flocks of sheep and goats, heads of cattle, a fortune in silver and gold and many male and female servants and camels and donkeys may God barack you mightily Amen. in this life I receive it. and may he prosper you in I this receive life it. may you have a lot of good things I receive it if you die may people benefit I receive it look the truth is there are some people when they die they don't, they don't leave anything like my interpreter said I think he can remember <laughs> his story. <laughs> but there are some people when they people die, Pastor Elvis, it is a major problem <laughs> how to bury the person. Awesome. Then when it gets to sharing property, hey, there's nothing. <laughs> nothing. So now the person has died. Instead of people being sad, they are angry. Because he didn't leave anything for us to share. That will not be the Amen. story. Of your Amen. Life. I refuse it. The Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance mm. for mm. his children's mm. children. May you leave Amen. houses for your children. May you leave cars for your Amen. children. May you leave precious things for Amen. your children. Receive it in the I name of Jesus. receive it. Abba. Abba. It's not a good thing, but may somebody pray that you die. <laughs> this was the problem of the prodigal son, you know. His father had a lot of things. But he was not dying. The last time the father fell sick and he thought it was COVID. He was coughing badly. But within three days, the old man was back on his feet. So he went to tell him, I want to benefit from my inheritance now. I can see that you are not dying. There are some old people there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Very strong. They eat everything. They eat yogurt, ice cream, and you see them jogging. <laughs> About 68, 70, 71, 95, 96. Some of them, if you lose God. You were born right now. <laughs> Powerful. May that be the story of your Amen. life. Amen. May nobody ever describe you as that poor old man. I refuse it. Amen. That 
pitiful old woman. Mm. May those it. words never be used to describe you in Amen. your old age. I refuse. And may God prosper you mightily. Amen. I receive it. Receive it in the name I of Jesus. I receive it. God barracked Abraham and he became very wealthy. And it goes on and on and on. There are other verses. My time is running up. So let me move to the last revelation that we get from Psalm 67 which is that God always blesses us for a higher reason and purpose and this is a very important aspect of the service that I don't want you to lose sight of God be gracious and bless us. God always blesses us for a higher reason and purpose. Look at verse 1 and 2 again of Psalm 67 and verse 7 of the same Psalm 67. So verse 1 and 2, it says, God be gracious to us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us, Selah. Then the next verse starts with the word that. So the first part says, be gracious to us and bless us. And then the second verse starts with the word that. So it is showing you a reason and showing you a purpose why God should bless them. He said that your way be known may be known on the earth and your salvation among all nations. Verse 7 of Psalm 67. God blesses us that, do you see that word that again? It is showing purpose. God blesses us that all the ends of the earth may fear him. That all the ends of the earth may fear him. So these verses are revealing purpose. A higher purpose. Why God is gracious to us and why blesses us. Ladies and gentlemen, God does not just bless us to bless us. Write that down. God does not just bless us to bless us. Notice that the psalmist did not say, God bless me so that I can be comfortable. Or God bless me so that I don't have to work hard to make a living. Or bless me God so that others will be envious of me. Or bless me God so that I'll be successful in the eyes of the world. God does not bless us so that we will have bigger houses. Or get a new car every year. Or travel across the world every year. There is nothing wrong with all these things that I have mentioned. But you must understand that there is a higher purpose and a higher reason for the blessings that God 
God showers us with. There is a higher purpose. And there is a higher reason. God blesses us so that we can expand his kingdom. So that his name might be known on the earth. That is the higher reason. And the higher purpose. Any blessing that God blesses you with, you must always understand that there's a higher purpose and reason behind it. It is for you to expand God's kingdom. It is for you to glorify God. It is so that the name of the Lord will be lifted up and honored in the lives of others. Listen, there are different reasons why God blesses us. He blesses us because he loves us. He blesses us because he is good. He blesses us because he delights in doing good to us. He blesses us so that we can be a blessing to others. When God blesses you, one of the reasons for the blessing is so that you can be a blessing to others. When God blessed Abraham, he told him that so that you be a blessing to others. When God blessed Joseph, it was so that he could save an entire nation. When God blessed Esther and lifted her up and promoted her in this life, it was so that she could save her people. So one of the reasons why God blesses us is so that we may be a blessing to others. But ladies and gentlemen, there is a higher reason and the higher purpose for the blessings of God. And we must get to the point where we realize that God blesses us so that we will glorify him. That he blesses us so that we will show his power, his love, his majesty, his goodness to the people we come into contact with and to all the nations of the earth. So that everything that God blesses us with is ultimately supposed to advance his kingdom to advance his purposes either directly or indirectly. This is something that I want you to get in your mind and in your heart. Because God blesses us in so many different ways. He may bless you with money and wealth. He may bless you with power and authority. He may bless you with gifts and certain abilities. He may bless you with a profession. He may bless you with a family. Whatever blessing God deposits in your life, there's a higher purpose for it. There's a higher reason for it. It's not just for you. It's not just about you. That blessing is supposed to advance God's kingdom. It's supposed to push God's purposes. It is supposed to let people see the glory of God and the power of God. It is supposed to lead to the salvation of others. So if God blesses you with anything and that blessing does not result in any of the things that I have mentioned, then you have not fulfilled the purpose of the blessing. If God promotes you and puts you in a place of power and authority, that 
power and authority is supposed to be used to do good. Do a lot of good. But especially do good that will lead to people knowing God. And surrendering their lives to him. Whatever profession you have. It is supposed to lead to people knowing God. It's supposed to lead to people serving God. So you are a doctor. It is not just about prescribing coatem. And, and doing all the different things that doctors do. That's what you are using your profession. But as a doctor, in your consulting room, as the patient comes to you, you have access to somebody and you can use your position to draw that person to Christ. I'm telling you something. That anything that is a blessing in your life, you must always understand that there is a higher purpose and a higher reason for it. Such that if you don't use what God has given to you to advance his kingdom, to push his purpose, you've wasted it. And you've not fulfilled the higher reason. He said, God bless me. That your ways may be known. That your salvation will be revealed. That the peoples of the earth will know you. That, my friends, is the higher reason and purpose for the blessing of God. So, if you have money. You see, I want to, I've closed. I want you to get to a point. Where it's not a struggle to pay your tithe. Remember that I told you from the beginning that everything that you have belongs to who? And who is the source of them all? So everything that you have belongs to God. So how much do you give to God as your tithe? 10%. So that 10% belongs to who? Belongs to God. What about the 90%? Who does it belong to? It belongs to me. And that is where you are wrong. Because everything belongs to who? To God. Everything. So get it out of your mind that 10% for God, 90% for me. It is 100% for God. Which means that don't just think about yourself and how to enjoy and use what God has given to you for yourself. Understand that there is a higher purpose to God blessing you that you support his kingdom that you support his work that you support the advancement of God. Never tell yourself that once I pay tight and given offering, I have finished. I know that there is a lot of exploitation that has gone on in the church. A lot of manipulation and controlling of people. But you see, these excesses must not make you lose sight of the higher purpose behind the blessing of God. 
And I'm saying to you that in the season that we are entering into, God is going to call on, upon us to use every blessing that He's given to us. Having His kingdom in mind, having His house in mind, having the salvation of the nations in mind, where He blesses us. With money, with wealth, with a position, with, with, with a gift, with ability, we must begin to ask ourselves, how can I use what God has given to me to fulfill his purposes, to drive his kingdom, to drive what he wants to do, to save others, to draw people to Christ. That is the purpose behind the blessings of God in your life. And I pray that as you go back you will reflect more and more on what I've shared with you today so that you will appreciate the higher purpose and the higher reason for the blessings of God in your life. God never blesses us for us. God blesses us so that we can drive his purpose and help to expand his kingdom. When the people of Israel were leaving Egypt. God sent them to their Egyptian masters to go and collect anything that they wanted. And the people gave them gold, silver, precious ornaments, precious materials. They gave it to them. But what was the purpose of it? When they got to the wilderness, God spoke to them that I want you to build a tabernacle. And I need things to build the tabernacle. And the things that they collected from the Egyptian masters were the things that they willingly gave. And notice, they willingly gave, they wholeheartedly gave to support the building of the tabernacle. Very soon we are going to embark on a church building project. And you must remember the purpose of the blessings of God for your life that what he's blessed you with is supposed to help advance his kingdom get to the point where you willingly open heartedly joyfully help to advance the kingdom of God and whatever we build to the glory of God notice it is not for my glory it is not for my fame I'm not interested in becoming popular I'm not interested in the praises of men I don't have any interest whatsoever to be held by anybody anywhere that is why I don't care what you decide to call me. My preference is to be called Pastor Johnny. Yeah, that's what I prefer to be called. And that is the title I intend to keep for the rest of my ministry life. Yes, I may occupy the position of a bishop. Because we have six branches now by the grace of God. And there are others that are going to start. So by definition, that makes me a bishop. I have lost interest in all of those things. What interests me is that God will be glorified. I want him to be seen 
And I want me to be totally inconspicuous. That is what I want. That is what is driving me in anything that I'm doing now. Because I've been through a lot. So as I'm standing here today. And I've learned a lot of things. And I'm saying to you. That whatever we are going to join in to build. It will not be so that we wow ourselves. That's not what it is. It, it, it's not to. Uh, uh, so that people hear that. Uh, this, this, they build a church. It's just, I say I'm not interested in that. And God help pass. I pray God Jesus, may that thing never change. Amen. May the focus be to always glorify Jesus. May the focus be to always lift your name up. Jesus. As we set out to build your house. Jesus. May it not be for the praises of men. Amen. May it not be so that we'll be held and acknowledged by anyone. Jesus. But let it be that your people will find a house to worship in. Amen. A beautiful edifice to praise your name Amen. in. Amen. A place where people will gather to receive salvation. Jesus. A place where people will gather and their burdens will be lifted. Amen. A place where our children will be brought up and trained and taught the things Jesus. of God. A place where people will find you. A place where people will fall in love with you again. May it all be about you. Never about me. And never about these people. May that be our focus. And may that focus never change. In Jesus mighty name. And let the people of God say Amen. Rise to your feet. And let us close. Every head bowed and every eye closed. You are here today. You don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. You may be watching me. And the truth is that. God is not the focus of your life. It's not the center of your life. So you are living for yourself. And everything that God has given to you. It is just to be. It's, it's what you are consuming on yourself. There is no God factor in your life. But today, God is reaching a hand out to you. Inviting you to surrender your life to him. So that you will live a purposeful life. A life spent in serving God and advancing his interests. As every head is bowed, and every eye closed. If you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, and you want to receive him into your heart, wherever you're standing, wherever you're watching from, lift up your right hand, and I'm going to pray with you. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you, my friend. God bless you. Now, let us pray this prayer together. Say, Heavenly Father, today, I surrender my life to you. I receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. For the rest of my life, I will serve you. I will live for you. I will follow you. Help me, God, to understand that all that you've given to me is for your purpose. It's to advance your kingdom. May my life and all that I have be used to serve you. Thank you, Father, that you are a gracious God. I pray 
that you make my life beautiful thank you for Jesus I receive him as my Lord and my Savior for the rest of my life I will serve him thank you Father in Jesus mighty name let everybody say Amen Amen. why don't you clap your hands for Jesus and thank him for this morning Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. We do hope that you were greatly blessed. For further inquiries, please call, WhatsApp, or send an SMS text to plus 233-243-886-622. God bless you.